UFC Bantamweight, Nathaniel Wood. Thank you so much for the time today. How's life going right now for you? It's going good. Um, I'm currently in 48 hours self-isolation for the first corona test, um, which isn't fun, but I'm just happy to be back here, back competing for the UFC and you know, I'm I'm able to put a show back on for the fans. So for that, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling sharp. I'm in, you know, arguably the best shape I've ever been. So now it's just about getting through all these tests and, you know, getting to Abu Dhabi, Fight Island and putting on a show for you guys. Normally, before a fight, you know, leading up to a fight week, are you taking this much time off? Because you have to take off basically 48 hours before you leave. And then when you get there... You also have to take off another 48 hours, so that's a lot of time to relax. Yeah, I don't usually take this much time off, but I have just finished a workout in my room. So, you know, I'm self-motivated. I'm always going to get that workout in regardless of where I am. So, you know, in my room here, I've got just enough room to do some skipping, shadow boxing, done a little circuit, you know, just to get the, the good sweat on. Um and then when we get to Abu Dhabi, I can uh, self-isolate with my cornerman. So in there, I'll be able to hit pads and just, you know, keep keep the juices flowing, as we say. Um, but yeah, it is weird. It's definitely weird not being able to do a proper session um, on the mats with my teammates, etc. But, you know, my opponent, he's going to be doing the, exactly the same thing as me. So we're all in the same boat. Yeah, definitely. Um, but... You have a shorter flight than he does, so that's a that's a good advantage, I think. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bonus. But I think because um, we have to fight, I think it's about two a.m. in Abu Dhabi yeah. time. I think that works for him better. So it's all swings and roundabouts. Definitely. Now, yeah, with that, that's something that's very unique about this trip to Abu Dhabi is that you guys are fighting basically in the in the early morning hours. Have you? adjusted to that during the camp or did you just find that out recently i only found out recently um so what i'm gonna do is i am gonna adjust my times throughout the week once i arrive in abu dhabi um you know i'll try and uh mimic what's gonna happen on fight day so i'll try and get some training sessions late in the evenings you know or the early morning should i say um and then sleep throughout the day etc but I believe I'm one of the first few fights. Maybe I might even be the first. So for me, that's great. I should be on at about 2 a.m., which, you know, with the adrenaline rush kicking in, I shouldn't find any, uh, any trouble fighting, that's for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a benefit to fight early on these cards coming up. So that's no problem, yeah. right? Now, let's go back to, you know, your last fight. You know, when you, had, when you were heading into it, you had a lot of momentum, man. Um, a lot of people were talking about you as the, you know, as the next guy, and you still are one of the top guys coming up in the division. You had three straight wins, three straight finishes against <clears throat> tough, tough guys, you know. And and then you went in against John Dawson, a guy that fought for the title, you know, a, a pretty decent name, and uh, you know, it didn't work out for you. But what do you think? Like in that fight, it, it kind of veered off into the wrong direction for you. Uh, that kind of led to the, uh, you know, the the result that you had. Well, the fight against Dodson, I felt, was going well. Um, you know, I 100% think that I won the first round. The second round, I caught the head clash, which split my eye open. Um, and once I got that, I got very hasty. You know, I really wanted to finish the fight because when I looked up at the screen, I thought, man, that looks bad. And I've had a fight stopped before over a broken nose. 
and I really didn't want that taken from me. So in my head, I was kind of, you know, rushing to to get that finish. I thought if I don't finish it, you know, the ref's going to stop the fight. And I suppose sometimes when you're really searching for a finish, you put yourself in vulnerable positions. And that's what I did. You know, I went in for that straight right way too hasty. You know, I should have been a lot more calculated when doing it, but it's MMA and shit happens, as we say. You know, you live by the sword, die by the sword. And, you know, I know now that if if I fought Dodson again, it would be a complete different um, result. But, you know, February the 15th, it was his night. He got the win and, you know, hats off to him. He, he done well and done what he needed to do. Now, a lot of guys could come out from a loss, you know, really down on themselves, but... It seems like you you understood like where it kind of went wrong and and when moving forward did you feel like it it wasn't that difficult to get over the loss and and move forward? No, it wasn't it wasn't difficult to get over the loss because the way I look at things now is there's a lot more going on in the world than to worry about, you know, I lost. At the end of the day this is a sport and I take it very seriously and this is my my livelihood so you know I only ever come in to win and I always put my 100% in my training but at the end of the day if you lose I still go home to my family my friends you know I still got my health um <clears throat> you know I might not get the the win bonus but you know I'm I'm still happy I'm still living the dream I didn't get the result I wanted but that's part of the part of the game and I guess it's like if you're if you play football or soccer you know you, you lose games and it's the same in MMA. You know, I didn't go into a fight, get absolutely dominated and come out thinking, you know, this, this guy is way above my level. I came out, if anything, thinking, was that it? You know, Dodson obviously had fought for the belt twice. Um, and I didn't really feel much in the fight other than obviously when I got caught in the third round. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm just happy to be living the dream. You know, I get to do what I love for a living, go home with a nice check in my bank and, you know, and just crack on onto the next one. Definitely, definitely. Now, after you after that fight, you know, you go back home and uh, it wasn't very long until the government had locked everything down. How long was it for you? Uh, well, when I came back, I think the London card was five weeks later and I wanted to get on that, which obviously got cancelled, so... I think I had about a month um, when I got back from the fight and straight away I was just back in the gym training. Um, I had some stitches in my eyes, so obviously I couldn't do any sparring, but you know, I was just making sure that I was sharp and ready to go in case they needed someone for that London COD, um, which obviously got cancelled anyway, so it wasn't really too much of a problem. Um, but yeah, then lockdown happened, which the first week was hard. It was weird and no one really knew what to do, but... You know, after the first week, my coaches donated me some equipment. You know, I set up a gym in my garden, so I was able to, you know, do some strength conditioning. And I'm fortunate enough to have my dad as a striking coach. So, you know, we was working basic fundamentals the whole the whole of lockdown. And if anything, I think I've come out a better fighter than I was before. So, you know, if anything, it's done me favours. Yeah, yeah. Extreme benefit to have a, a family member there with you, you know, and being able to guide you and, and, and direct you into the into the proper uh, direction and, and improve you and elevate you in your skill set man that's great man it must I, mean, I guess you could say that you and your father could get closer in that time too right as a you know a son and, and father like relationship wise did that happen yeah this is the thing that I was telling people you know in lockdown you can either look at it as 
oh no, I'm in lockdown, there's nothing to do, what am I going to do? And Or you can look at it as, you know, I can spend time with my family because I still live with my parents and my fiancé also lives with me. So, you know, I was able to spend a lot of quality time with them that you wouldn't normally get when you're doing your day job, you're out training, you've got other things going on. So it was nice just to be able to spend some time with them. And, you know, uh, and that's the thing. If you get on with your family, lockdown shouldn't be hard. So, you know, even though we all got quite bored, it was nice just to be able to, you know, spend some time with them and, you know, just in a way chill out a little bit. You know, I wasn't quite chilled because I was just constantly thinking about when can I train, what can I do and, you know, when can I fight. But, you know, other than that, there was some positives to um, the lockdown situation. Now, when when did you, you know, when were you able to get back into the gym and actually train with other people, you know, such as your, your teammates? Luckily, it was at the start of camp. So it was about nine weeks ago or whenever the government said that combat athletes were allowed to return to training um, professionals. That's when, you know, I started getting the work in. So fortunately enough, this fight camp has been normal. You know, I've been able to get all the sessions in that I would have normally done. I've had a good solid nine weeks of being in the gym and being able to, you know, get the sparring rounds in, etc. Um, but as I say, I was always training anyway. So as soon as the lockdown was over, you know, I was went to back to the gym. I was already in shape. I still had my abs. Um, <laughs> so I was ready to rock from the get go. Now, who who were your close training partners this time around? Because I'm sh pretty sure not everybody was be was able to come to the gym, right? Because everybody lives different lives and has different situations. Yeah, so there was obviously a few people missing, but I had all the main people that I needed for my camp. You know, I still had the main selected few sparring partners that I would like to train with who kind of can mimic my, my opponent at the time. Um, and I was able to get my coaches there the, the whole time. So, you know, luckily enough, we all lived near the gym that we was going to. Um, but we had to obviously keep numbers relatively low you know we couldn't be walking in the gym with 50 guys all training so you know if anything I got a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with a lot of my coaches and you know that I think has been an advantage in this camp and you know I'm just looking forward to being able to show it to you guys next Saturday. Now this fight is unique because you started off camp with uh, Umar Nurmagomedov and now you got John Castaneda which are pretty polar opposites do you feel like they're completely different fighters yes obviously fighting omar um i was getting ready for kind of a khabib style fighter you know someone that's going to try and take me down and you know ground and pound that sort of thing although his fights were a lot striking i knew that i don't think he would be striking with me um and now obviously we have john who's a complete different guy but if anything i think john's a much easier opponent than omar so um yeah, that's no disrespect to him. I still think John's going to be a, he's one hell of a fighter. He's obviously got 17 wins under his record and only four losses. Um, but for me, stylistically, this is a much easier fight. You know, I think he's going to come forward and, you know, I think it's going to be an early night for him. In the UFC, how much does octagon time play a factor in, in the result of fights? Do you feel like this, that's something that you can utilize against uh, your opponent? It all depends. You know, MMA really is kind of sometimes a game of luck. Um, but I also think it comes down to your sparring and your preparation in camp. So, 
you know, it's not always about the oxygen time, but, you know, he will be, I would have thought, finding this whole situation quite surreal. Um, you know, obviously fighting for the UFC, amazing. Having your debut on Fight Island with such, you know, weird circumstances. I don't know if he's ready for that sort of thing and whether it will throw him off. But, you know, I'm expecting him to come in at his best. But I know for a fact that he would not be preparing the way I've been preparing. And, you know, I know he's not the fighter that I am. So, you know, I'm just looking forward to showing that to everyone and getting back in that win, win column. Who are you taking with you to fight Ireland? Because this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right here. Yeah, so I've got my free cornerman, which is my dad, who's also my striking coach, um, Brad Pickett, who's my head okay. kind of MMA coach, and Ashley Grimshaw, who's okay. my jiu-jitsu coach. So they're all in self-isolation now as well. Um, but touch wood, you know, with tests come back, absolutely okay and we're all good to go and ready to um go and get this win you, you think uh brad or ashley they're they're on weight maybe they might have to step in late notice you know on fight island that <laughs> i can tell you now that brad's definitely not on weight you know since retiring he's put on a few pounds all right all right <laughs> i just had to ask you know what i mean because fights they could fall out at any minute you know what i mean you know it, it yeah. just happened to you yeah. so it could happen anytime. So, you know, who's better than someone that's already there that already cleared the protocol exactly. to step in, right? I have a feeling that the UFC have probably got, you know, 10 guys waiting to step in. Yeah. Um, because I'm sure they've been expecting a lot of pullouts due to the coronavirus and, you know, all the kind of regulations that are going on right now. So, you know, I'd like to think that they have got plenty of people ready. So if anything happens, you know, I can still get about in regardless. How do you visualize this fight, man? You know, you close your eyes and, and you think about what the result is. What do you see happening? I see John coming out very fast. Um, I think he's going to be in a rush to get it done. Um, I don't think he's going to be in anywhere near as physical shape as me. So, you know, I think that he's going to be thinking that he needs to finish the fight quick or take me down and, you know, try and lay on me and, you know, savor his energy. So, you know, I see him walking into a straight right. Um, and I feel like, you know, I'm going to knock him out. But, you know, regardless, I just I just want to get the win. I want to get the finish, and I want to just impress Dana White because he's going to be uh, watching cage side and then get a nice 50 Gs bonus, come home, go on holiday. That's the plan. Uh, the UK guys picked up most of the bonuses, man. Uh, you guys are doing That's great in, on Fight Island. Yeah. That's it. We come for the finishes. You know, we always want them bonuses because mortgages over in England are far too expensive. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, for yourself, you know, you you go in there, you get back in the win column. What's the mentality moving forward? You know, even like into this fight, um, do you feel like two more wins? You know, now you're back to where you were when you had that momentum before the Dotson fight. Yeah, with the with MMA, that's the good thing about it. You know, a win can skyrocket you up. And then, unfortunately, a loss can skyrocket you down. So, um, you know, I feel like it a good win on, on next Saturday and I'm back where I was. Um, and for me, it's just about competing. You know, I just, this is what I do for a living. This is what I enjoy. And, you know, I want to just get in there as much as I can and, you know, eventually work my way up that top 10 ranking and, you know, go for, the, go for gold. So, um, yeah, you know, I just want to compete, stay healthy, stay living the dream definitely hey man w one thing that you got is that you do have the support and you do have people's 
ear and the eyes and they're, they're watching you and you're one of the top guys coming out the UK. So uh, all you have to do is go out there and win, man. July 25th, Fight Island. Thank you so much, Nathaniel, for the time and uh, good luck on the fight and be safe. And uh, yeah, man, I'll be watching you from my television. Um, thanks for your time also. You know, I appreciate it.